Hey everyone, welcome to episode two of Gig Bag Chats. Today I'm gonna to be talking with veteran news reporter Duffy Dixon. She's gonna to talk to us about why it's important to look good on camera in this age of virtual meetings, and she's also gonna give us a few tips and tricks on how we can look better. Stay tuned. So Duffy, I know, uh, thanks for doing this with me. And I know that you uh, probably look familiar to a lot of people, especially in the Atlanta area. Tell me sort of what you did before what you're doing now. So I was in television news. I was a news reporter. I'm the person in the field going live. Uh, it's a general, it was a general assignment position, which means I covered everything from floods to fires to city council meetings. Uh, and I did that for 27 years, but most recently 14 years in Atlanta at the NBC affiliate. And I just, I love my job. I'm one of those crazy people who had a dream of being a live reporter in a top 10 market and I got my wish. So I, once I'd accomplished any, everything, I thought, you know, I love what I do, but how could I take it to the next level or how could I use it in a different way? And news has changed a lot since I got into the business and it, really wasn't what I loved doing anymore. I loved parts of the job, but I thought it's time for me to tackle something new. So what is it that you do now? Well, I decided to sit down and decide what I love doing, what my skills are. And I came up with Duffy Dixon Media. So it's, I do a uh, production of videos. I try my sweet spot. I'm trying to do mid-sized and I'm doing big companies now too, which is great. But providing content and putting in place what people need to talk about their business, their success story. You know, small business owners have such great stories of why they do what they do. And I love storytelling. So I've been telling stories for individuals and companies. I also do media training, getting people ready to talk on camera. And if you don't think you'll ever be on camera, think again. Everybody has one of these. So chances are you're gonna be on camera at some point and you need to practice that, especially if you're in a position uh, as a spokesperson or a leader. And so I've gotten a lot of that. I do crisis communication training, another thing everyone thinks they don't need, but they do. So it's been fun. It's kind of a mix of what I do, and I love doing it all. That's awesome. Yeah, so some of those things, at least before I did this, I'm like, I'm never, I'm behind the camera. I'm never going to be in front of the camera. <laughs> but, you know, why is it important, especially in the days of Zoom and virtual meetings. Why is it important to look good on camera? You know, we put out, uh, I got two people who are recruiters and early on in the pandemic, we decided how could we help people because everyone was struggling to try to communicate and we were all forced to get on screen on computer, whether you wanted to or not. So we put out a series of videos where we just talked about best practices for this new technology. And I basically just took a lot of what I did as an on-air reporter and simplified it for people at home. And, and this is a new medium, right? But there are so many things you need to do and you need to do them right. And here's why. When we all started out, you know, we had bedhead and some people were eating cereal in their pajamas and that was okay because we were in the start of a pandemic. Well, now everyone's bosses know this technology. Everyone knows they're gonna be in the square and all these meetings are being held. This technology is not going away. It's just not. So given that, you know, the first thing is get people over their fear factor. You can't turn off your screen anymore. If your boss says, I'm having a Zoom meeting, you're expected to be there. So I have tips like your background. Your background, by the way, fantastic. Yep, good. You've got some light behind there, dark. You're very well lit. 
That's number one. Make sure you have a light that's directed on your face. I have a lot of sunshine behind here, but I have a big light that's pointing right in my face. And I have a little light over here. So I'm getting light from both ways. And I have a background that's visually appealing. You don't want something too crazy. You don't want to show your bookshelf, right? Because how many times, Nick, have you been in meetings where you're focusing on what's going on behind them? So many times. I'm trying to read the spines of what's going on. I go, oh, they didn't really (laughs) read that book, did they? (laughs) What's that voodoo doll on the second (laughs) shelf? Yeah. Uh, that's from, yeah, and, and, and you know what? Are, or, or people are you know I'll, I'm going to display my um, wine selection behind me. Great if you're in a wine club. If not, that may not be the most professional background. So background is big. Making sure there are no distractions around you. I know everyone has kids at home, so as best as you can, you know people will forgive some. But now that people are setting up home offices and things, you really need to think about that because you need to focus too. I actually still wear earbuds with a microphone. And I do that because it forces me to focus on what I'm listening to. That's not a big thing. You just want to make sure your sound is good. That's a great Here's the biggie. Here's the biggie. Now you are, I can tell, I'm looking at you right now. I can tell you already know how to do it. All right. So this is the, the hardest thing for everybody out there. When you're on a zoom call, find the lens. Where's the lens on your camera right there. Mm -hmm. Where's yours? Yep. Right there. So while I want to look at you, Nick, while I'm talking to you to connect with your eyes, I'm not. I'm looking into the lens. Do you feel like I'm looking at your eyes? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's the trick. When you're talking, and it's really hard to do when you have a whole gallery of people, when you're talking, you've got to look straight into that lens and blink so you don't look like, you know, you're a robot. Uh, It's so important because people will feel you're connecting with their eyes. Now, when you're listening especially in your gallery sitting, you can look away a little bit, right? Because you do want to see the person speaking, right? But try to limit it. So if you have to, if you could move the gallery around, so try to center that gallery closest up at the top of the screen, wherever your, wherever your lens is. So if you are looking away, you're not doing, you just did it, right? You're not doing this. You're not doing this. Right. You know, it's not about your comfort, unfortunately, People want to see you and they want to see you listening and you can be an active listener and you have to be. So while everyone gets muted on calls, which please mute yourself, that's everybody loves that. Nobody wants the weird, yeah, various sounds coming or coming around you. Um, but be an active listener. So when something's funny, <laughs> even if I'm not making sound or if I am and I'm muted, just still react to what people are saying. It helps so much. If someone does something great, you know, there are those little icons you can use. You can put up little symbols. I'm not a big fan of those, but you can. Um, but yeah, and try to make it interactive. I don't think we should ever see a webinar online again. There is no reason for it. I coach people on how to do interactive presentations. So it's a give and take. You know, you ask a question, someone raised their hand. We cannot just ask people to sit on these calls, you know, hour after hour and make them one way. We, it, we're better than that. And it's hard to, it's hard, like you said, it's hard to be that active listener because I've been on webinars and I, I go, I'll just check this email. And then before I know it, 20 <laughs> minutes later have gone by and I have no idea what just happened because I'm not be, needing to be interactive because it's just one way. You know? Right. And don't do that to you. Don't do that to the other people on the call. That's not fair. You wouldn't do that in a board meeting. And if you do, you know what that's like. You've been in a meeting where you just, everyone sits there and listens. No one likes to be lectured to. And it's much more fun. And I think, healthier for whatever company you're in to have a little back and forth, make people, you know, feel like they're being listened to. 
another thing I would suggest is uh, when you are going to schedule meetings, make them shorter. Zoom fatigue is real. And uh, being in the TV business, I will tell you, whatever you need to say in 10 minutes, you can do it in five, and it'll be just as effective, if not more so. It forces everyone to tighten up, have an agenda, know what you're going to say, even use a PowerPoint presentation if you need to. You know, anything you need to do to keep on point and have a timer. Uh, I've been in business networking groups. Those are big right now. When someone's talking, so hold up a phone with a timer app in it. You can find a timer app and time people. That way everybody gets two minutes. Everybody is forced right now to, in two minutes to do their best talking. And then everyone gets a say. I kind of I kind of love the platform. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, the, that's my, one of my biggest pet peeves is like you said, the uh, make sure your microphone is muted, you know, because yeah. there's so many times where I'm I'm having to listen and I hear someone talking and I know it's, I, I, you know, if you're the host, you can mute everybody. But sometimes, you know, it's you don't think about it. So always double check the mute. That's just one of my biggest pet peeves because it's hard for me to be an active listener and, you know, concentrate and when I hear this because my mind jumps over here. Yeah, so exactly. I'm, I've got the squirrel, squirrel. I know that about <laughs> myself, hence why I wear earphones. And that's true. And, uh, you know, that the mute all can be tricky. I never trust that. I, you know, if you're on the Zoom, I always have this up. I'm always looking over at my microphone because too many times, and it's crazy, we've been doing this now for months, folks, and people are still not muting. And it's so distracted. Here's the other thing you cannot, I think I mentioned earlier, but you cannot just be off screen. You can't put up the picture of you instead of being on the call. Now, if your bosses say, feel free to do that, that's one thing. Just make sure if you're the person uh, creating the Zoom call that you're clear about that. Hey guys, I know you are you have Zoom fatigue. You don't have to be on camera. Make that clear. But if it's not stated like that, you've got to show up. Think of this. Think of Nick, if you walked into a meeting and you have just came in with a paper bag over your head, right? That wouldn't work. What if you came in a meeting and turned around and faced the wall? That wouldn't work. If you don't have your screen on, people aren't going to be paying attention to what anyone's saying. What they're thinking is, why isn't Nick on the call? Why won't he put his face on camera? Is he not paying attention? Is he wearing his pajamas? Is he driving? I mean, they're going to, you know, they're just going to wonder why is it? And why do I have to be here if he's not here? It's just, it's, it's poor form. And the problem is, is everyone raises their, uh, you know, game on zoom and google meet and everything else you're not going to be forgiven for simple things that you should have done no it's a great perspective i mean just going back to the what would you do if this was a real board meeting you know it's not it's we've gotten late or i know i have i've gotten lazy i mean i've literally the pajamas i'm in my pajamas we're just going to cover this up you know right. or something like that and it's a habit that i go i can't i can't be in this habit and it's a hard habit to break because it's so easy it is but it's and so you know, important I, it is. And I tell people, especially a lot of job interviews are being done this way now, dress from head to toe. It psychologically gets you in the game ready. Also, if there's a fire and you jump up and leave, people will see your pajamas. Don't be don't be the guy from the news you know, who, who went viral because he's you know, wearing his boxer shorts during a news briefing. Um, it's just it's so important. And I would say too, you know, shower, do your hair, put on something semi-professional. Ladies, wear a little makeup, wear lipstick because you can't lips. It's it's like old school TV. You, everyone's features just kind of fade away on video. So, you know, just think about that. Think about how you look, tape yourself, set up a few minutes early and decide, you know, frame yourself in the middle 
And actually, I could do a little more headroom. <laughs> yep. So frame yourself so there's nothing distracting about it. Um, and again, if you're going to take notes, you, you know, you have to take notes, but put your head up and keep talking. And yeah, you've just got to put away your phone. Well, that yeah, is that is awesome information. So I appreciate your time. But if someone's interested, you know, wh whether it's crisis training or, or you know, some more specifics, because I know at one point you said that you'll actually help people carry their their laptop around and say, you need this background. Or you need this background. Right. Right. So this is the best deal going. Right. I, and I can do it for a small group of people or I can do it with people just one on one. It is not a lot of money, but you and I really you're going to pick up your laptop and we're gonna walk around your house and we're gonna try different lighting. We're gonna try different backgrounds. Then we're gonna talk about lighting. You don't have to go get the, the selfie, you know, the round selfie, beautiful light, you know, thing that hangs over your computer. There's so many ways to do it uh, effectively and do it uh, economically. Sometimes you can just grab a lamp. If you're in a position where you have a lamp in your house, use that instead. You know, if people are going to set up a long-term office with a Zoom capability, that's a whole nother discussion. But again, it, it's little tricks that make all the difference. And I, I just, I love it because so many people could just with a few tips can look and sound so much better. It ups their game. I mean, it's, and it's fun. I mean, you know, most people, there are not a lot of places in the house where you can go, right? So we look at the backgrounds and we talk about what, and sometimes if worse comes worse, you can put up a picture or put a plant in the corner. We can stage it for you, but yeah, it's worth it. And how do you feel about virtual backgrounds? Uh, so that's an excellent question. I personally despise them because, because a clean key, and this is completely work related. If you don't have a clean key, it's going to bug me. And by key, I mean, move, removing that background from you. Cause it's going to be a little fuzzy here. And actually before we were doing this, I had, I have a portable green screen I put up behind me and I was mm -hmm. testing to see if that would work. And it was, I wasn't happy with that. Cause I'm so detailed, you know, I'm like, I can't see my ear. So, you know, personally, I'm not a fan of them, you know, but I think if, if you were in a tiny apartment and you've got nothing, then I think, you know, that's probably better than it, it sort of depends on your situation, of course. Right. I, I feel the same way. I am not a fan of them. Uh, a lot of people are having them made. And the problem is, if you don't do it correct, you're right. And I don't know if anyone sees it. I know I do. And part of your body blurs out. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, if it's not crisp and it can do, you know, funky things like the background can start moving. And people who put their logo next to them or they put the logo behind them so that I'm focused on trying to read the logo. Yeah, just I think I think simple is better unless you have a studio setup. And again, a studio setup, you don't have to reinvent it each time. That the chroma key, the green screen, as everyone calls it, mm -hmm. is trickier than you think. And you need a lot of light and you need a lot of different light angles, and it's just it's a lot of trouble. And and if something goes wrong, here's the thing too. I tell people, you can have a green screen, but if it goes wrong, you're going to have a green screen. So <laughs> be aware. Or, or the virtual ones, you know, Zoom and they, there's technology. I could put up something behind me. That's fine. But if it fails, what are we really going to see behind you? Yeah. Think about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so don't take Zoom calls from your bedroom. I've had this happen. <laughs> there was a guy on the bed taking a Zoom call. I could see the the, the bedpost. And he was, I, I was like, ah, that's a, that, yeah. And that's, that was a couple I, weeks ago. Yeah. I don't know you that well for you to invite me to your bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> it was very awkward for everyone. <laughs> oh, well, I appreciate the great tip. So if people want to reach out to you uh, for more information, what's the best way to do that? Uh, it's an easy name to remember because it's weird. Duffy Dixon, that's D-U-F-F-I-E, Dixon.com. 
Uh, I'm on face, Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, reach out to me. Uh, DuffyDixon.com is my website, has all the information, and I'd love to help you however I can. Perfect. Well, Duffy, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for inviting me. Have a great day. You too.